Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode we're going to go through questions on urology. And you can find all of these questions at members.zerotofinals.com. You can find short answer questions, multiple choice questions and extended matching questions and digital flashcards. You can also find other tools and resources there at members.zerotofinals.com. So let's get straight into the urology questions. Question 1. What term describes a blockage to urine flow along the urinary tract? Obstructive uropathy. Question 2. What term describes swelling of the kidneys secondary to obstruction to the outflow of urine? Hydronephrosis. Question 3. What is the name for when urine is able to reflux from the bladder back into the ureters? Vesico-ureteral reflux. Question 4. What are the broad categories of causes of an acute kidney injury? Pre-renal, renal and post-renal. Question 5. What term describes over or under activity of the detrusor muscle of the bladder that may occur in multiple sclerosis? Neurogenic bladder. Question 6. What intervention can be used to bypass an upper urinary tract obstruction? A nephrostomy. Question 7. What options can be used to bypass a lower urinary tract obstruction, such as a urethral stricture? A urethral catheter or a suprapubic catheter? Question 8. What is a notable side effect of tamsulosin? Postural hypotension. Question 9. What is the name for the standard two-way urinary catheter? A Foley catheter. Question 10. What type of urinary catheter has a curved and slightly rigid tip to help navigate past an obstruction? A Coudé tip catheter. Question 11. What is the risk of not replacing the foreskin after inserting a urinary catheter in a man? A paraphimosis. Question 12. What standard duration of antibiotics is used in patients with a catheter-associated urinary tract infection? Seven days. Question 13. What scoring system can be used to assess the severity of lower urinary tract symptoms in benign prostatic hyperplasia? The International Prostate Symptom Score or IPSS. Question 14. What two classes of medication can be used to treat benign prostatic hyperplasia? Give one example of each. Alpha blockers, for example tamsulosin, and 5-alpha reductase inhibitors, for example finasteride. Question 15. 
What is the most common surgical treatment for benign prostatic hyperplasia? A transurethral resection of the prostate, or TURP. Question 16. What term refers to when blood is present in the semen? Hematospermia. Question 17. How long do symptoms need to be present to diagnose chronic prostatitis? At least three months. Question 18. What is the National Institute of Health Chronic Prostatitis Symptom Index used to assess? The severity of symptoms and their impact on quality of life in patients with chronic prostatitis. Question 19. What investigation can be used to establish the causative organism in acute bacterial prostatitis. Urine microscopy, culture and sensitivities, or MC&S. Question 20. What would a fluctuant mass on examination of the prostate indicate? A prostate abscess. Question 21. What medication can be used to relax smooth muscle and improve symptoms in patients with chronic prostatitis? Alpha blockers, for example, tamsulosin. Question 22. What is the main hormone that plays a role in the growth of prostate cancer? Testosterone. Question 23. What is the most common site of prostate cancer metastases? The bones. Question 24. What class of drug increases the risk of prostate cancer? Anabolic steroids. Question 25. What does PSA stand for? Prostate-specific antigen. Question 26. Where in the prostate is PSA produced? In the epithelial cells. Question 27. What makes the PSA an unreliable screening test for prostate cancer? It has a high rate of false positives and false negatives. Question 28. What is now the usual first-line investigation for suspected localised prostate cancer? A multi-parametric MRI scan of the prostate. Question 29. What is the definitive investigation for establishing the diagnosis of prostate cancer? A prostate biopsy. Question 30. What scoring system is specific to prostate cancer and helps to determine what treatment is most appropriate? The Gleason grading system. What result is the score based on? Histology from the prostate biopsies. Question 31. 
what treatment involves implanting radioactive metal seeds into the prostate? Brachytherapy. Question 32. Name an androgen receptor blocker that is used in the treatment of prostate cancer. Bicalutamide. Question 33. What type of medication are guzarelin and luprorelin examples of? GnRH agonists. Question 34. Give two key complications of a radical prostatectomy. Erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. Question 35. What cause of orchitis might be associated with pancreatitis and parotid gland swelling? Mumps. How might you test for this? Take a saliva swab for PCR testing. Question 36. What is the typical first-line treatment for epididymoorchitis in patients that are low risk for STIs? Ofloxacin. Question 37. Give three examples of quinolone antibiotics. Ofloxacin, levofloxacin and ciprofloxacin. Question 38. What existing medical condition would prevent you from prescribing a quinolone antibiotic? Epilepsy. Why? Quinolone antibiotics lower the seizure threshold. Question 39. What significant adverse effects should you warn otherwise healthy patients about when prescribing quinolone antibiotics. Tendon damage and tendon rupture. Question 40. What is the risk and consequence of a delay in diagnosing and treating testicular torsion? Ischemia and necrosis of the testicle leading to subfertility or infertility. Question 41. What abnormality in the scrotum increases the risk of testicular torsion? A bell clapper deformity. Question 41. What sign may be seen on an ultrasound scan in testicular torsion? The whirlpool sign. Question 43. What procedure involves correcting the position of a testicle and fixing it in place? Orchiopexy. Question 44. Where does fluid collect when a patient has a hydrocele? Within the tunica vaginalis. Question 45. What can be done to distinguish a fluid-filled mass in the scrotum from a gas-filled or a solid mass? A fluid-filled mass will transilluminate by shining a torch through the skin.
Question 46. What venous plexus swells in a patient with a varicocele? The pampiniform plexus. What does this drain directly into? The testicular vein. Question 47. Which side are most varicoceles found on? The left. Why is this? Because there's increased resistance in the left testicular vein as it drains into the renal vein, whereas the right testicular vein drains directly into the vena cava. Question 48. What examination findings should raise suspicion of a retroperitoneal tumour in a patient with a varicocele? When the varicocele does not disappear when lying down. Question 49. What is the most common cause of a soft, round lump at the top but separate from the testicle? An epididymal cyst. Question 50. What cells give rise to most testicular cancers? Germ cells. Question 51. What two groups can testicular tumours be broadly categorised into? Seminomas and non-seminomas, which are mostly teratomas. Question 52. What type of testicular tumour can cause gynecomastia? A Leydig cell tumour. Question 53. What are the main tumour markers for testicular tumours? Alpha-fetoprotein and beta-HCG. Question 54. What staging system is used for testicular cancer? The Royal Marsden Staging System. Question 55. What are the four most common areas where testicular cancer metastasizes to? The lymphatics, lungs, liver and brain. Question 56. What features would make you suspect pyelonephritis more than a lower urinary tract infection? Fever, loin or back pain, nausea or vomiting, and renal angle tenderness on examination. Question 57. What finding on a urine dipstick test is most suggestive of infection? Nitrites. What other findings might indicate infection? leukocytes and red blood cells. Question 58. What is the most common causative organism in urinary tract infections? E. coli. Question 59. 
What is the most common reason for avoiding nitrofurantoin? Renal impairment or an EGFR of less than 45. Question 60. What is the typical duration of antibiotics in an uncomplicated lower urinary tract infection in an otherwise healthy woman? Three days. Question 61. When should nitrofurantoin be avoided in pregnancy? During the third trimester. Why? There is a risk of neonatal hemolysis. Question 62. What duration of antibiotics is used in pyelonephritis for patients suitable for management in the community? Seven to ten days. Question 63. What are the sepsis six? There are three tests, blood cultures, lactate and urine output monitoring, and three treatments, which are oxygen, antibiotics and IV fluids. Question 64. What findings might be seen on a cystoscopy in patients with interstitial cystitis? Hana lesions and granulations. Question 65. What treatment for interstitial cystitis involves filling the bladder with water to a high pressure during a cystoscopy? Hydrodistension. Question 66. What is the most common histological type of bladder cancer? Transitional cell carcinoma. Question 67. What chemicals previously used in the dye and rubber industries are a key risk factor for developing bladder cancer? Aromatic amines. Question 68. What infection is a risk factor for bladder cancer? Schistosomiasis. Question 69. What is the typical primary presenting complaint in patients with bladder cancer? Painless hematuria. Question 70. What is the investigation of choice in suspected bladder cancer? A cystoscopy. Question 71. What procedure may be performed during a cystoscopy to remove a non-muscle invasive bladder cancer? Transurethral resection of bladder tumour, or TURBT. Question 72. What is the term used to describe when medication is given directly into the bladder through a catheter? Intravesical. Question 73. What medication can be given directly into the bladder as a form of immunotherapy as part of the treatment of non-muscle invasive bladder cancer? 
the BCG vaccine. Question 74. What is the most common solution for draining urine after a radical cystectomy? A urostomy. Question 75. What are the two main risk factors for calcium-based kidney stones? Hypercalcemia and a low urine output. Question 76. What type of kidney stones cannot be seen on an x-ray? Uric acid-based stones. Question 77. What are staghorn calculi most often made of? Struvite. Question 78. What is the characteristic presenting symptom of kidney stones? Renal colic. Question 79. What are the big three causes of hypercalcemia? Calcium supplements, hyperparathyroidism and cancer. Question 80. What is the most effective form of analgesia for treating pain associated with kidney stones? NSAIDs. Question 81. What medication can be used to help aid the spontaneous passage of kidney stones? Alpha blockers such as tamsulosin. Question 82. What treatment for kidney stones involves a machine that generates shock waves and directs them at the stone under x-ray guidance? Extracorporeal shockwave lithotripsy. Question 83. What treatment for kidney stones involves a camera inserted via an incision in the back, through the kidney and into the ureter, allowing the stones to be broken into smaller pieces and then removed? Percutaneous nephrolithotomy. Question 84. What chemical in carbonated drinks promotes calcium oxalate formation in the kidneys? Phosphoric acid. Question 85. What may be added to water to reduce the risk of kidney stones? Lemon juice. Question 86. What dietary advice regarding calcium should be given to patients with a history of kidney stones? To maintain a normal calcium intake, a low dietary calcium might increase the risk of kidney stones. Question 87. Foods rich in what compound increase the risk of calcium-based kidney stones? Oxalate. Question 88. Foods rich in what compound increase the risk of uric acid-based kidney stones? Purines. Question 89. 
what is the classic triad of presenting features in renal cell carcinoma? Hematuria, flank pain and a palpable mass. Question 90. What finding on a chest x-ray is suggestive of metastatic renal cell carcinoma? Cannonball metastases. Question 91. What paraneoplastic syndrome is associated with excessive unregulated erythropoietin production? Polycythemia. Question 92. What operation typically requires a hockey stick incision? A renal transplant. Question 93. What common skin lesions might suggest a patient is taking long-term immunosuppressants? Seborrheic warts. Question 94. What characteristic examination finding can suggest a patient takes tacrolimus? A tremor. Question 95. What characteristic examination finding can suggest a patient is taking cyclosporin? Gum hypertrophy. Question 96. What unusual opportunistic infections can occur secondary to immunosuppressant medications? Pneumocystis geovecchi pneumonia, or PCP, cytomegalovirus, and tuberculosis. So thanks for listening to this episode of Urology Questions. A big thank you to Harry for perfectly editing the podcast. Remember to check out members.zerodefinals.com for loads more questions, including short answer questions, multiple choice questions, and extended matching questions. You can also find a tool for tracking your study sessions, which can be really helpful in identifying strengths and weaknesses and ensuring you cover everything. And I hope you join us for the next episode, where we'll do questions on vascular surgery.